Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Being a salon owner is certainly challenging at times, don't you agree? It's not something that you instantly know how to master. It takes a lot of learning and adjusting along the way. There are so many things to know when it comes to running a salon, right? From uh, our team to managing our clients to increasing sales. So wouldn't it be nice if someone came along and simply yet effectively gave us some advice, someone who's tackled all of these aspects themselves. Well, today I'm chatting with Mary McQueen. Now, Mary is a member of my Salon Mastery Program, and she's been in the industry for 20 years and has owned her salon for five of those. Having seen amazing results in her salon, she's filled with many tips on how to achieve them. So how amazing is it that she has chosen to share them with us today? Let's tune in and see what advice she has for us. Hey Mary, I'm so excited to have you on the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Very pleased to have you here. Thank you, Larissa. I'm so pleased to be here. Well, look, let's start with a little bit of a backstory. Um, how did you come to be a hairdresser? How did you come to be a salon owner? What's taken you up to this point in time? Give us a quick overview. So my name is Mary McQueen and I'm Scottish. Um, I've been in the industry for over 20 years and I moved to Melbourne, Australia 10 years ago. I became a salon owner five and a half years ago and I have a salon called Co Elwood. I have a fantastic team of seven. Um, I'm an educator with Kevin Murphy um, and after being in the industry for almost 20 years and trying different avenues, I think I'll find my calling as a salon owner. I'm a leader from a team and been able to create a great space um, for my people so that they feel loved and appreciated. So that's me in a nutshell. I love it. So um, I'm really keen to know, like if you really had to choose three things that have been pivotal ingredients for success or mindset changes, what would those three things be when you really have to boil it down that have been uh, able to get you to where you are now in business? Oh, so first and foremost, would definitely be um, having a great team. So if you've got a happy team, you know, we've got happy clients. And I think that's fundamentally where it starts. Um, to have a team that is motivated and feel really appreciated. Um, and, you know, by giving them the, the tools and the time they need to, be, to do the excellent job that you want them to do. Because it's a tough job, isn't it? Like to stand behind the chair five days a week, we all know how tough it is. Um, and you just have to support them. You just have to treat them well. And I know there's a real balance between, um, you know, giving them everything that they want, but you know, they have a life. They want to they enjoy their birthdays. They want to go to their friends' weddings. And I feel like we have to support them and, and treat them really well. So um, having a happy team is, is where it's at for me. Yeah, and I can sort of see that you're incorporating the things that they want in their life, actually giving them a lifestyle outside of just work so it meshes well together. Would that be a fair comment? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not all just about work. Yeah, just giving them, 
giving them a bit of the life back and having that that balance there. So Mary, what would you say would be your number two piece of advice? So focusing on customer service rather than the dollar. So yes, I have KPIs set up for my team. And yes, my team know what they're aiming for. But when we focus on excellent customer service skills and giving clients what they need and not necessarily what they think that they want, um, is giving the customers a 10 out of 10 experience. You know, I've, I've looked at our Google reviews and you know, things that I've taken away from that would be, you know, they want to be consulted, they want to be advised, they want to be listened to. Um, you know, some of them say that they felt very attentive um, and an excellent customer service. So educating your staff on how to consult and giving them the tools to do that, to ask the right questions, will give your customers not only great customer service, but you're solving, solving your clients' problems because that's basically what they're in the chair for. And your stylist is giving them exactly what they need. So I feel by looking at the customer service, um, then the dollars can speak for itself. Yeah, I, I really love that, Mari, because that's probably something that the team connect with more. They want to connect with the client. They don't really connect with the dollar or being a salesperson. Would that be true? Yeah, definitely. We don't want to be a salesperson. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, um, you mentioned that the other real focus was education. Tell me a little bit about, because uh, I know you're super strong on that. Tell me about your thoughts around team education. Well, I mean, obviously, I think it's the key to success in educating our team on consults and customer service, but bringing outsourcing other educators to come in and I mean, using all the online, amazing online platforms that we've got at the moment. Um, so I think when we invest, you know, if you invest a couple of thousand dollars or whatever it is, the return is much, much more. And I feel, you know, every, nearly almost every time I've done an interview, Larissa, the, the one thing that always pops up is um, they're not getting enough education where they are. And I feel like at a time right now when everybody's short-staffed, um, we don't want to be losing anyone. You know, so I think that we need to be educating them, we need to inspire them. And again, you know, like having a happy team, happy clients, good customer service, excellent education, you know, the dollars grow and we can confidently put up our prices. Hey, I just wanted to pop in to tell you something. Don't worry, we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second. Now, if this sounds like you, listen up. You have a team, you love your team, but you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have, increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. Ways to serve your clients, make more because everybody wins, the team, the client, and of course, you, the business owner. Now, if you want to find out more, just DM me uh, and let's chat. I'll make a plan for you. I'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode. All right, let's get back to the episode. Okay, we've been hanging out now together for a while. What would you say are two tangible, measurable changes that you've recognized in your business since joining Seller Mastery? Oh, it's got to be the dollar for sure. Um, since I've started, I've been recording them, you know, all the KPIs um, and really just focusing on that and um, being front of mind on a, on a daily basis. 
is definitely the, the, the biggest change in my business, the growth from when we started, I think almost 18 months ago now. Um, and I mean, and, and all the things that I've, I've said before, you know, the education, the happy team, and the good customer service. And um, through the Salon Mastery Programme, you've helped give me the structure to put those things in place. So yeah, a bit of everything, but um, I mean, the dollar's what the thing that we want to see grow, isn't it? Um, yeah. So again, I, I've got you to thank for that. So thank you again. You're very welcome. Uh, well, I love working with you, Mari, because you're an action taker and uh, we have a conversation together. And before you know it, it's in place, it's happening, it's working. And so uh, I think that is, the unique the unique attribute that you bring to your business that you know you don't sit and dwell on why things won't work you just get get on and get it done which I, I really really love so kind of what I heard there Mari was in terms of forward momentum in your business it's around happy team happy clients focusing your team on the customer over the dollar and focusing the team on the education, but then it's your role as the CEO to focus on the numbers, not the team. Your role is to know the numbers, how they're performing, what levers to pull, and how to track results, like the scoreboard is the dollars, right, and knowing your numbers, yeah. whether that's the teamed KPIs or whether that's uh, the business key performance indicators, we call it CEO dash. You knowing those things, but not putting the burden of that onto your team and really just helping them serve the clients would that be a sort of a, an accurate uh way summary, that you that was, do that business very, that was a very good summary Lisa. yes <laughs> all right um i love that i think that's really the essence of stepping into your role as the ceo uh is really taking your role knowing what your role is and performing that and handing over the role of service delivery to the team and supporting them to do that and I think that's why you've been super successful so what would be one piece of advice or words of wisdom wisdom that you'd give to sell on other salon owners from your your five years of ownership experience nearly six years well you probably guessed it but it's definitely treat your team well because at the end of the day um, you know, if we treat them well, then they have the integrity to do the right thing when you're not there. And you can step back from doing here and focus on your business. Mm. Um, you mentioned this earlier. I hope you don't mind if I ask <clears throat> around the fi finding the fine line between giving them everything uh, and expecting them to do their part or drawing the line. Has that been uh, a tricky road to navigate? Like the balance of wanting to give them everything but yet get them to perform? Uh, definitely. Um, and I think transparency is definitely the, the key to that as well. But it has been challenging. You know, you do want to give them everything, but obviously we need to run a business as well. So, um, yeah, and I mean, then it becomes down to hard conversations and it's dealing with the hard conversations then that come up that when you've kind of got to say no. But I think by educating them and, and explaining to them and letting them understand the business reasons why um, that some things can't be possible sometimes and look I think when they understand um, they, they can accept it more you know if, but if they don't understand and you're giving them a, you know a harsh no then it's a little bit different isn't it yeah I think I think we underestimate the why in any conversation the importance of the why or the time that we should give the why to any conversation or explanation would you agree yeah definitely 
Yeah, it gives context to why things are important or the way that they should be. I know uh, when I was younger, my mum would often say to me, uh, I said no, and that's the final, you know, that, I said no, and that's the final, which I think sometimes <laughs> is the appropriate parenting behaviour. It's also the appropriate management behaviour. But I think for the most part, when we're managing slash parenting adults in our business, we have to give wide context to why the business you know, to future-proof, to keep the business going so there is a job for them tomorrow. Um, Definitely. And I feel like you've got a nice balance of that. Would you agree? Yes, I do. I've had to learn the hard way, but I, I do. <laughs> Mari, as a business owner, what is a quote or a mantra or something that keeps you focused, keeps you sane as a business owner? Because I know that's hard sometimes. Oh, well, I've got a few, Larissa, but um, my favourite all-time one is um, from um, Richard Branson, actually, and he says, train your team so well that they could leave, but treat them so well that they will never want to leave. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I feel like it really sums up, actually, everything that you've talked about today. Yeah. All right, what is a, a book or a podcast or some sort of resource that you've read or got your hands on recently that you think every salon owner should uh, get hold of well it's funny because you, you were talking about you know giving all delegating all the other jobs and you're letting your team serve and you can focus on sales and this book um is actually called sell like crazy and i've just I, i'm not too far into it to be honest but i can recommend it already i've um so sell like crazy by sabri Subi. he's an australian uh, born in byron bay and I was just, I've been really impressed so far, but I was really impressed. I mean, he's everything to do with marketing and selling. Um, and it, I think it was about two weeks ago, I was you know, on the laptop browsing and it popped up on Facebook. And um, it was, you know, a free book, how to sell like crazy, you know, pay $6.95 postage. And I started filling out my details. So they must've got my email address, my phone number in there, but I just never put my bank details in. I think my bank details are through another room and I couldn't bother getting off the couch. But um, I, you know, half an hour later, I got an email, you know, to say, you know, this book's, do you still want to buy the book? And then I thought, oh God. And then five minutes later, I got a text message and it came up, say, Sabri Subi, as if he was a friend in my contact saying, you know, do you still want to buy this book? And I was like, do you know what? Fair play. I'm actually going to buy this book. So I mean, it's $6.95. It came within a week and like every single day, I think I've had an email from him and, but the content's been really good. It's not been, you know, some people might think that might be a bit much, but I've just been, He's basically, he's definitely walking the walk anyway from what he talks. So I'm really impressed so far. It's called Sell Like Crazy by Sabri Subi. Um, how to get as many clients, customers and sales as you possibly can handle. I love that story, Mari. Like he is walking the, walking the walk and talking the talk. What I love about that most is that he made it really easy for you to do business with him. He made it really easy for you to engage in what he's got to teach because it was relevant to you, right? And so even though you have had lots of communication, you basically said, I loved it because it was relevant and it was on point. Definitely, yeah. And yeah. I love that he's a show and he's gave you a bit of a backstory about you know himself and yeah, it, so far I'm absolutely hooked. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, we will make sure we track it down and put the link in the show notes of this episode. Mari, you're a pleasure to work with. Uh, you offer uh, so much insight and conversation we always have a good time together but I think most of all what impresses me is your ability to 
take an idea, take action, put shit into place and, and get the results. Um, and so I really appreciate the time that you've shared with us today. Thank you, Larissa. It was great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Mari, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I don't know about you, but I find this super inspiring from someone who uh, maybe was initially doubtful to now running a super successful salon. Uh, certainly, Mari is someone who is an action taker. So if you are someone who wants to take your salon to new heights, just like Mari, just flick me a message on Facebook Messenger. I have some great ideas of what we can do together. The link is below. Otherwise, I look forward to seeing you in the profitable, successful salon in this Facebook group. And I'll catch you same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.